Hello and welcome to today's podcast. We've got a great Monday motivation to get you going, get you moving in the right direction, keep you congruent with your goals, and put you in the position to actually win. And that's the topic which we're actually talking about today, and that is positioning yourself to win. This is a mindset. This is actually an identity. When you look at the difference between how people who move towards their goals and don't seem to make any progress. They just keep spinning their wheels, spinning their wheels, spinning their wheels. They end up having a lot of problems, a lot of disappointments, and all they do is complain. Versus the people who actually accomplish their goals, we have to look at the mindset. The champion, the person who achieves their goals, views things differently. They do things right from the get, or if they implement something, a plan or you know an action, and it doesn't produce the results, they always come back and reevaluate. They don't change the goal, they may change the tactic or the strategy or the plan on how they're going to get there. And when you're first starting out with this, Okay, we coach people from a lot of different walks of life. A lot of people, very, very high level athletes, C-level executives, entrepreneurs, sales individuals who have more of that, I'm here to win my space. But also do a lot of work on the opposite end with individuals who are learning how to become leaders of their life and position themselves to win the day or win respect at home in order to have better household operations or they're learning how to work themselves through school, put themselves in a better position. So be advised when you're sitting on these podcasts, sometimes there's going to be information which you already know, which is second nature to you, but there's other people who are new into this teaching and coaching series who require some of that fundamental knowledge. So wherever you sit on the spectrum, Welcome to you. It's awesome to have you here. And today's topic, we are talking about positioning yourself to win. And here's what got me thinking about this. The other day I was driving down what would be a a four lane street. Uh, I live outside of Chicago. And basically, if you live here, every day is construction day on the roads. But in the summertime, it is it reaches its its apex. There's a lot of construction going on everywhere you go. And we know it, we expect it. But the one thing that has always aggravated me is how, <laughs> if I were president, how individuals actually prepare the drivers to go through the construction zone. All right, so you know this, that it's inevitable that you're gonna have to merge lanes and you take a three lane road down to single lane for a little while. While those people, honest to God, they risk their lives out there. Out here, they do construction literally 24 seven. They have, you know, lights at nighttime and it's, I know it's a perilous job. My family used to do road construction and so grateful for those men and women who do that because obviously we need the roads. But on this particular day, this is what happened. This is about positioning yourself to win. So in the very beginning of this one particular construction area on a street, it's again, it's a four lane major highway through one of the suburban towns. So you have two lanes going one way, two lanes going the opposite way. And it's a four-point intersection. So, and you know, perpendicular to us, there's the same sort of setup. And in the middle is your left-hand turn lane. Okay, that's normal setup. 
So they're doing construction on the whole entire strip, but they were at the intersection on this one particular date. It was the first day that this was happening. And because this is a major thoroughway, not only is there just regular cars, but there's also like big like FedEx trucks, like big ones where you do not have visibility beyond the truck. So it's really hard as a driver to anticipate how you can position yourself to win through the construction zone because you don't have that visibility. So what happened was I needed to make a left-hand turn lane at this intersection. And so by the time you have, you know, the, the lanes are narrowing and you've got all the construction vehicles there, that big roller thing and the the jaws that you know scrape up the, the street and you've got all these other trucks. I put myself into this left-hand turn lane only to find out when I got up there that I couldn't actually make a turn onto the left, the, the intersection or that perpendicular street and was gonna have to do something different. So you have one of two options. You either have to then merge in with the traffic which is merging on your right-hand side or you have to do a U-turn. And the individual who was directing the traffic was directing me to do a U-turn. However, what they did mark off was the in the opposite way, they had <laughs> the right-hand lane coming my way in that two-lane highway coming towards me, they had the right lane marked off, which would mean for me to do a U-turn, I'd have to be doing such a tight U-turn, it, it would be into the lane, which I could pretty much touch with my left hand outside of my driver's side window. Now, my car has a pretty tight turn radius on it, but it's not that tight. <laughs> so it was a very, it ended up almost becoming kind of like a three-point turn um, in this situation. And what was aggravating was that it takes you way out of your way. Like there was no other side street to turn around and, you know, detour through. It actually, that path, it took me four miles out of my way. And that agitated me because it was wasting my time. Right, there's a lot of resources that you can get back, but time is one of those things which you never can get back. And for me, four miles through construction and then through suburban trying to figure out these winding streets, and not all the streets are like city blocks where it's built on a grid. Sometimes they're winding and then you hit a dead end and then you're trying to figure out where you are in this neighborhood to get you know, to the place where I, I was like 10 feet away from before was aggravating to me. And the folk, the goal here of, you know, positioning yourself to win, sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you literally have no control over what actually happens to you, but positioning yourself to win, it becomes a mindset. So now I knew obviously the next time that I was going to be going down the street, this was, I wasn't going to go that way. I was going to be in the left-hand turn lane. So the next time I knew I couldn't turn left. Now I thought perhaps, um, that the construction crew, now this has been going on for a couple weeks, was going to change how they block things off. Meaning they were going to block off the left-hand turn lane so that people wouldn't go left. Well, I'll tell you what, it was a couple weeks later, I happened to be sitting up at the intersection, you know, going in the opposite direction, and I saw that now, this was during rush hour, there was a whole line of cars that were in this left-hand turn lane, and now the construction crew is all pissed because these people are trying to turn, and now they're trying to make a left, you know, a U-turn 
into this narrow radius and it was they ended up doing three point turns and people were trying to get where they were going and everybody was so pissed off so when you're positioning yourself to win yourself as the driver yourself as the worker on the construction zone what would have been the answer the answer is not wait until the last minute where now you have to try to make this narrow movement to get yourself out and and continue to be able to move forward and then incur a greater travel time and now you're wasting all this time. The, the, the smart thing would have been to be to block off the left-hand turn lane and advise the drivers. That saves everybody a lot of time. Now the drivers are like, they're pissed off for a second. Yeah, we can't turn left, but it's better than when you get up there finding out or risking people's lives on the construction site. I mean, I don't know about you, but people about me, sometimes they're pretty scary drivers. I don't, <laughs> I'll do all that I can to keep them moving forward without them having to navigate and do what, you know, a three point turn is a simple execution. But I mean, let's face it, there's scary drivers out there. I don't want the 90 year old grandma trying to make a three point turn through a construction zone. I mean, come on. So it comes back to how do you approach everything from the get? When you're positioning yourself to win, it requires you to assume a different position, okay? And again, if you're used to doing this, just sit tight. Um, we're gonna be bringing value to you, but I want you to expand this outside of the area which you currently operate and maybe plant this in an area of your life where you are not seeing the results that you want. Okay, that's how you apply it. So keep yourself busy while we talk over here. <laughs> All right, moving into positioning yourself to win is gonna require you to position yourself from above. Okay, so if you would picture yourself like you're at the construction zone and now all of a sudden you are hanging out in a helicopter above and you're able to see the whole entire scene. Okay, but positioning yourself to win doesn't wait until the last minute to do that. When you're looking to position yourself to win, much like a head coach of any team, right? they study. They study the opponent, they study their own players, and they have a whole entire plan on what they're going to do when something happens, not if. They don't operate in the ifsies world, all right? It's not, it's not if. It's when this happens. This is what I'm going to do. And nothing is lackadaisical. Nothing is, oh, I'm just going to do this kind of sort of thing. Everything is actually strategically planned. And this may be a stretch for you because this is going to require a lot of forethought, a lot of planning. And I know there's people who even push that off. Well, I don't, you know, that sounds ain't no retentive, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, when you start to view things as what do I need to do to utilize my time? Because at the end of the day, it comes back to time. Like time is the most precious commodity. I don't have time to sit here in the morning time and try to get everybody's lunches together while I'm trying to get my kids ready for school, while I'm trying to, you know, find their back wow oh here's a permission slip I need to draw I need to sign this that's waiting you know to try to like keep yourself alive that's survival mode what we're trying to encourage you to do is to rise okay put yourself literally at a higher position and run your day like you're a CEO like you are a head coach like you are a boss and it's a transition and it's also a habit 
okay? Because this can ultimately become your identity. And this is not like you're stomping through and, you know, ruling like a dictator. This is moving from victim to victor. This is leadership training 101. It's how you view your situation and how you decide to position yourself. And this can be a growth, you know, a growth path for you that takes a while, right? This is becoming somebody new. This is starting anew. This is recreating yourself and this is positioning yourself to win. Okay. Have you ever played chess with somebody who really knew how to play chess and they won this game in three moves and you're still sitting there like, all I did was move the pawn. <laughs> they all, they had this, they know what they're doing. Like they come in with a higher level skill set and a higher level amount of strategy and they kicked your ass in three moves and you're, you're just sitting there like, you don't even know what the heck happened. That's what positioning yourself to win means. Okay. This is actually champion mindset coaching. When you are a champion and you have champion mindsets, champions actually don't train to compete. Champions train to dominate their space. And by dominate, do not misunderstand the word. Dominate does, I know it gets a lot of bad, bad rap. Domination, you know, when it's used for bad, of course, then it's going to be bad. But domination merely means to win by a landslide. That's all that that means. That's the goal. So any teaching that you've had up to this point where you don't want to be a ball hog, you don't want to stand out from other people, you don't want to be too good, you know what, you've been surrounded by the wrong teaching and the wrong people. When you are around other winners, they want you to seriously kick ass and that is actually applauded and rewarded. They don't try to pull you down and dim your shine and just make you like everybody else. That's not what it is. Awesomeness recognizes awesomeness. Excellence recognizes excellence. Hard work recognizes hard work. Champions recognize champions. And I'm telling you, when you move yourself from that identity of, I'm just going to sit here. Anytime you have just in your sentence, it shows lack of effort, lack of planning, lack of initiative, lack of drive, lack of willingness to rise. That's survival mode. You want to be in rising and championship mode. Okay. There's plenty of room for everybody. Okay. Just because somebody wins over here doesn't mean that everybody else has to lose. You are allowed to shine in your respective area in whatever it is that you're doing in your life. Are you a coach? All right. Then the goal obviously is to win the championship, right? It's not, let me just kind of sort of see, you know, what these people do today. You want to be positioning yourself to win. So if that's the goal, what do you do? You set your players up for success and you start looking through your whole entire roster as you do. If you're operating this in your home space, who are my players? What are their strengths? And then you begin by putting everybody in their areas of strength. That's what you do. But the coach who understands what it takes to win a championship knows that it's never done just by strength. You also have to do something about the vulnerable points, about the weak points. And that's the switch. All right. So we know that we're weak over here. We may have the best running back, but we're weak over here. So what do we do? We position the other players to either kind of like complement those weaknesses and or we work on everybody building up their strengths. 
that's the difference. You begin in the area of your, I'm sorry, weaknesses. You begin in the area of your strengths and then you have got to come back and you have to expose with honesty and full clarity, this is the weakness. This applies to the personal development space. For those of you who coach with us and you've come forth and you are so humble, look, this is what I'm struggling with in my life. Okay, this is, this is what it is. You put that sucker on the table, it is way easier to deal and heal with whatever the problem, the cancer is, than trying to keep it hidden. The more you try to keep it hidden, the, the harder it is. Okay, this is how I view it. All right, if you were to come into me, again, I use this example all the time because it's very black and white. If you came in and you told me that you were having chest pain, I don't just assume anything. I've got to ask you a series of rapid fire questions because chest pain can be lethal. I've had people who told me that they had chest pain and collapsed in cardiac arrest in front of my eyeballs two seconds after I met them like that. It can be like that. Okay. Like that's not made up on TV. That stuff really happens. So in my mind, this is an, a potential emergency. Okay. And I've got to find out what the problem is. I've got to find out a bunch of information. Is this moving towards a cardiac problem? Are you having a heart attack potentially? Cause nurses, we're not allowed to diagnose. We can only give, you know, possibilities. <laughs> Did you just get smashed in the chest with a baseball bat? Okay. They both cause chest pain, different causes. Okay. Which means the treatment is different, which means the teams that show up to fix you have to be different. Are you having an asthma attack? Are you a little old person from the nursing home and you have a pneumonia, right? All these different things. You have a hole in your lung because you just got shot in the chest and you're standing here talking to me. Yes, it happens. Honest to God, people just because you get shot in the chest doesn't mean you die right away. Okay. So you can see it's crazy stuff in the ER. But what I'm saying is you've got to be like, here's the weakness. This is the problem. And we can't just sit here and pretend that everything is okay or cover up something. If you don't tell us what's wrong, if you don't recognize those weaknesses, you will always stall. You will always hit the ceiling. You will always hit the roof and you will never be able to win in the area that you are wanting to win in. But it becomes, it has to come from inside of you, how you choose to position yourself. If you come from a scientific world and you're used to running scientific experiments or you remember doing this in school, remember you, there was the thing that you were trying to test. Okay. But in order for you to figure out whether or not, I don't even know, like, I can't even think what the example would be, whether or not this thing actually caused a particular reaction, you have to do what's control your variables. You can't just, you know, say, oh, well, bananas cause you to be smarter when, you know, here's the person who's reading and they're reading different things and then they're listening to podcasts and then, you know, they're, they're, I don't know, they're like, they have all these other things happening on the sides. Meanwhile, this other person over here is not reading, is not studying, is not sleeping. So you have to make sure that everything is controlled so that you can actually be sure that whatever it is that you are trying to get out, get the reaction, get that, that result, you have positioned it so that it is a no fail system. This is organization. This is meal prep. And I know I'm firing at you rapid fire, different examples. I want to do this so that you understand how to apply this.
One thing, you know, it's one thing if you're used to operating in a very visionary space where you're able to take a very kind of like a plain example or kind of like a flying high concept and apply it. I want to give you how to apply this so that you can shorten that time from idea inception to execution. Yeah, it's real good. They talk about visionary. They talk about positioning yourself to win, but I still don't get it until you have developed critical thinking skills and maybe even some life experiences. It's harder to apply this stuff. Right? We live in the information age. Yeah, this is great. Number one, you got to be sure that you have the right information. Number two, how do I apply this to my life? Okay. So if you're doing meal prep, positioning yourself to win, what does that mean? Or a health and fitness goal. Okay. How do I position myself to win? That means I have to do meal prep. This isn't, oh, you know what? I'm just going to see what's going to be in the cafeteria today. How does that position you? That doesn't. That sets you up for failure because you're going to get down to the cafeteria. You're going to be starving because you haven't done any meal prep. And what are you going to choose? You're not choosing the salad. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Or if you do, it's the crispy chicken salad that has so much extra junk on top of it. You'd actually probably have been better off having pizza. And you're laughing right now because I know everybody does this. So what do you have to do? You've got to position yourself to win. Whether this means putting yourself on a schedule, on a routine, I don't care if it sounds boring and blase, I don't care. Position yourself to win. You've got to go grocery shopping. You've got to prep your meals. You've got to like bulk cook, you know, put out a pan of chicken, cook it. I don't care how tired you are and bam, there it's ready for you. All you have to do is grab it and take it with you. It's not this last minute thing, right? Look at little old people and their medications. They can't see jack shit. They can't remember how to take their medications. So what do we do? We get them that, that Sunday through Saturday little pill popper thing. They open it up and all they have to do is take the pills which are in there. That's positioning themselves to win. Do you see what I'm saying? So it comes back to how you decide to position yourself. It's focus on the goal. It's triaging your current position. You know, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And then what are all those, what seem are seemingly tedious little tasks? What are those little things that if I literally eliminated all of the bullshit distractions and put myself in a streamlined system to move from here to here, how would my life be better? Do you see what I'm saying? And that becomes an identity. And when you start to realize that you waste a lot of time spinning your wheels and just doing this and then just going over here and you end up on these tangents so far away, no wonder you end up disappointed. You want to position yourself every single second. And hear me out. This doesn't mean you become a robot. This doesn't mean that you lose your heart. This actually allows you so much mental freedom and so much more emotional freedom because you're not dealing with like balls or plates fall. You're not juggling balls or you're not dealing with plates dropping all the time. It's, it's, you don't have that bullshit anymore. You are merely dealing in the high leagues and it's very simple for you to hit high and win every single thing that you're doing so that you can go off and have a fun life with your family. You can go off and have celebratory dinners because you guys hit your targets for the quarter or that month or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's the identity. So it becomes when we talk about, you know, it's never too late to recreate yourself. 
right? We do different marketing strategies so that we can get out to different people because not everyone recognizes how much of your life depends on your ability to lead yourself, first of all. Your ability then to strategically plan for the future as a person, as the leader of your household, as a member of the household, as an organization, as a CEO, as an entry-level employee, as a rookie on the field, like you will always probably be operating under somebody's guidance because ultimately we all operate under God's guidance, so you have to know when to submit to your authority, but you really have so much more command over your day-to-day. It's that we simply have gotten lazy in how we choose to view this. Okay, so for today, your your job, your challenge is to start with that mindset shift. Okay, I am a leader. Start to absorb that, that as your identity. I am a boss. I am a CEO. I'm a head coach. Use whatever resonates with you and then decide on a goal. Okay, and then work it backwards. What's going to streamline me from here to here? In the beginning, it takes a long time especially if you're not used to tending to details, especially if you're used to just flying by the seat of your pants because that's best how I roll. You know what, there's a difference between riding an adrenaline high and actually being a leader, okay? Yes, a leader is able to survive and thrive in very volatile conditions, not because they fly by the seat of their pants, but because they position themselves to win from the get. Okay, own that. Let's step up into that space. Be patient with the process because it's going to be like speaking a new language. It's going to take you a while if you're not used to doing this. And my people who are high performers, you, (laughs) I know with you that you have a, a number of wins. Put this in the area of your life where you are not getting the results. And I guarantee you this has something to do with your relationships. Yeah, she totally hit that button. I did. (laughs) I'm speaking your language, all right? So pick up what we're throwing down here. Position yourself to win from the get. What is it that you want to achieve today, this week, this month, the rest of this calendar year, and make the decision that that's you are going to do whatever it takes to move this ship from here to here with strong decisions, but it always begins with the decision that you are going to win and you are going to do whatever it takes to put yourself in the position to come in and dominate. Make it a great day.